there are very many people who are walking on the streets, living and demonstrating the will of the devil. When the demon of rape will finish with you and tell you to rape somebody, the demon of stealing will tell rape, you have finished your work, let me step in. He will step in and start making you to steal. After the demon of stealing have left, the demon of destruction will now tell the demon of stealing, leave, let me do my work. If the demons want you to sleep with 15 people, except you do that, you're not free because your master has to be happy for you to be able to leave. Until you satisfy the appetite of the demon who sends you, you cannot be satisfied. Colossians 2 verse 12. If it is an initiation rituals you are after, you've already been through it by submitting to baptism. Going under the water was a barrier of your old life. Coming up out of it was a resurrection. God raising you from the dead as it did to Christ. Okay. Let me go to your King James. Burial with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the oppression of God who had raised him from the dead. Have you found it? Okay. Let me go back to the other translation. If it is initiation or rituals you are looking for, you've gotten it through the submission into baptism. Going under the water was like a barrier of your old life. Coming out of it was resurrection. God raising you from the dead just like he did to Christ. Alright, I'll be talking to you on what I call demons' appetites, but two. Be seated. Demons' appetites part two that is what demons eat tell your neighbor what do demons eat tell your neighbor what does demons eat uh-huh. that's how we are going to be responding alright it's very very important for us to understand that there are demons because there are people who are who don't believe in a lot of things there are very many who don't believe in so many things they just feel if you don't know something something no know you that what you don't know doesn't know you and so on so if you don't know satan satan doesn't know you who told you <laughs> it doesn't work like that all this world that you are seeing here it wasn't your father that created it though. people were here even before genesis chapter one Genesis chapter 1, when they said in the beginning, it was our beginning, not some people's beginning. The Bible said that the devil was on earth. So there are people that have strike bits before you were born. Sometimes when I want to really humble myself, you know, you can really feel that there's something you are. When I want to humble myself, I go on YouTube and check matches that happened before I was born. As an important leak. Powerful matches, World Cups that happened before I was born. So when you now see some matches that they play, if you are somebody that stays back from church and go to watch ball, when you die, there will still be matches. Before you were born, there were still matches. So when I go and I see how the stadium was filled, so I now ask myself, so there used to be stadium full before I was born. And there will still be stadium full after I am gone. So it makes you humble to think that this wall is controlled. There are entities that control this wall. And you see, when you are staying inside the plane and you are not seeing the pilots, 
you are inside the plane and you are sleeping, waking up, picking uh, whatever thing the cabin crew give to you and you eat and you just yawn in plane and all of that, you may likely forget that there are people who fix in things, who just do some things like this and things move, who do things like this, that if they sleep, everything sleeps. Do you get what I'm saying? You may forget. That's how most of us live our life. We live our life without the brain. We don't think that there's a controller over your life. Who does like this and you snore? Who does like this? Your snoring stops. Does like this, you sleep. Does like this, you wake up. Do you know that a child, a very small child, if you hold the child's nose when a child is sleeping, please don't go and try. The child will turn his body without even reasoning. As in there's no consciousness, it will turn his body. God made it like that so that if you sleep and your pillow covers your nose, you can turn to another direction and still breathe. So when the Bible says that it is a fool that can say in his heart, even though he doesn't tell somebody, he will just walk and say, Charlie, there's no God. He's just saying that he's a fool. So fools don't believe in so many things. Fools don't even believe in the existence of God. When you see fools arguing about the existence of God, they argue like they crack themselves from the nuts. They argue like they were the one who hashed themselves from the egg. That they were the one who knocked. Even if they were the one who knocked for the egg to break, for them to come out, who covered the egg? Have you even asked yourself, which one existed first? Is it the egg or the hen? Have you asked such a question? Which one existed first? Is it the egg or the hen? The egg. So who laid the egg? If it is the egg that existed first. <laughs> if it is the egg that existed first, who laid the egg? If it is the hen that existed first, who hashed? <laughs> so when you think about these things, it humbles you to no other thing but God. So the same way there is light, there is also darkness. There is something called demons. Somebody said demons. Somebody said demons. There are things called demons. And there is something called God. It's a great entity. In fact, it shouldn't even be called something. If I even say there is someone called God, I'm still trying to belittle him. Because I'm trying to equate him to human beings. If I say someone. But since the mistake is not from me. The mistake is from my language. My language does not have qualified words. To explain how great God is. So there are demons. And there are demons in operation. That's how demons operate. Demons are the messengers of Satan. And I told the people in the part one that they are in two types. They are in hard copies, they are in soft copies. Okay, let me just briefly go back to my introduction and make you understand the hard copy demons, the soft copy demon. We love to understand what is hard copy demon, soft copy demon. All right, hard copies are the angels of darkness. That is the angels of darkness. Those are the demons. Those are the hard copy ones. That is to say, if we say Amadioha, Amadioha is a demon. That is gods of the thunder. Is a demon that controls thunder. All of you that used to say thunder fire you, you are invoking the demon called Amadioha. You are invoking the demon. The demon that handles thunder striking people, killing people and so on. You are invoking the demon. Automatically you are a servant to that demon. It is servants of God that invoke on God's presence. It is servants of the demon that invoke. So when you say thunder fire you, you are Amadioha servant. You are a follower of Amadioha. Share you grab. Are you learning something? Come on, don't be dull. Are you learning something? All right, so demons like Amadio itself is a demon. But that demon is the hard copy one. That is the one that operates. It's like an angel. You get. But there's a one that is on the soft copy. That is, if somebody is a worshiper of Amadio, if he's a worshiper of Amadio, now he is demonic. He's demonic. That is, the demon of Amadioha that he has received is in the soft copy. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just like malaria. 
It's just like, okay, yes, that's a very powerful thing. God is always helping me out. God is always standing close to me to make sure that I don't lose what to say. The mosquito is the hard copy malaria. You get what I'm saying? And the one that is in you, that makes you sleep while I'm preaching, is the soft copy. <laughs> you get what I'm saying now? Is the soft copy. The one that makes you DC, makes you, that's the soft copy. That's a simple thing. God is so beautiful. So that's it. So these are how demons operate. I'm not really bothered much about the hard copies. The hard copies don't have any power. Mosquito doesn't have any power. Except it gets into you. No mosquito has killed anybody. Externally. They only have power to kill you when they come internally. So Gamadio does not have power externally. But if he can get into somebody, he can manipulate the person and start destroying people internally. So that's why the Bible says an enemy of a man is a member of his household. So what does it mean? Before the devil kills you or destroys you, he has to first become a member of your household. What I mean by household, I'm not talking about your uncle. I mean he has to become part of you to kill you. The devil has to become part of you to destroy you. That's what I'm saying. It's a mad He doesn't have power like that. Except there is something called initiation. Because all my message today is going to hang on what I call initiation. Somebody say initiation. Okay, initiation is when a mortal body has a connection with the hard copy demon to get the soft copy. Oh God, I know how to preach. I know how to preach so much. Do you understand what I'm saying? A mortal being is very, very subtle. A mortal being is weak. A mortal person does not have power. Mortal person, if you run from here to junction, you are breathing with your mouth. So. Mortal beings are just so fragile. They don't have strength. But when they meet an entity that is supernatural beings, and those entities just see that what they want you to do for them, you cannot do it. So what they have to do is that they permit you, they come in you to use your body to do what they would have done if they were you. You get what I'm saying? So now that's what initiation does. Are you getting excited about the message already? See, we are human beings. We are human beings. Human beings are weak. Human beings don't really have power. They don't have much strength. And they don't have any much energy. But what they do is that for a human being to do something supernatural. That is, it is natural for a human being to walk and get tired. It is natural for a human being not to be able to fight more than one person. But when a human being now fights 20 people. You get what I'm saying? And can now lift up a car. At that point, that human being will now need a help from supernatural beings to come into his life and not increase his size, but increase his energy for the assignment of the one who has entered. So this is what people don't understand. When the Holy Spirit comes into you, it doesn't increase your size. He increases your energy for his assignment. So you can be carrying the Holy Spirit and somebody is desiring to see you on phone. And the moment he sees you, he now sees that he's taller than you. He now thinks like that. Is this what I wasted money to come and see? Not knowing that the grace of God upon us is not in the heights we carry, nor our complexion, nor the size of our belly because it's not balloon. It is invisible. Come on. It's just like a poison. A drop of something that changes an entire thing. When you hear that somebody has been poisoned, it's not that he drank a whole lot of it. You see, in poisoning, you just find few drops. Oh God, I feel like preaching. You just find few drops of the poison in a meal. And it changes the whole meal. It may not even change the taste of the meal. Because somebody who is poisoned would have eaten and said, why is it tasting like this? It may not even change the thing, but it changes what the meal was made for. Most of you don't even understand that when God sent you to the world, he cooked you like a meal for people to eat. 
But when the devil saw the grace of God and how many people you are going to feed in your generation, all the devil did was not to change your color or change your complexion or change your taste, but just to drop some poisons. So when you find yourself having lifestyles that people say the girl is beautiful, but they are talking about the poison. They are talking about the poison that the enemy had dropped. The guy is so handsome, but he's a rapist. He's so good, he looks so nice. Beth is a thief. Beth is a criminal. Beth is a fornicator. Beth is an idolater. They are talking about the demons the devil dropped. It may not even be much. It may just be two drops. That is two different types of sin you do. People say, it's my weakness. That's your poison. When you are saying, it's my weakness, you are saying, it's my poison. That's what they say. Because it can be one drop. Somebody says, like, mine is just one weakness. One weakness. You are saying that... What I have is just one poison, one drop of poison. It still kills. Sit down. See, I have a long way to go. So now, what the devil does is that the devil, in initiation, steps into human beings. And when the devil steps into human beings, it gives them power to do what they wouldn't have been able to do in their normal senses. And I'll tell you about three types of initiation. So that you can even understand where you are, if you are initiated yet or not. Because we can have a lot of people who are initiated, but don't know that they have been initiated. Now, symptoms of initiation, how to know that you've been initiated is that you now have some energy to do some things that you wouldn't have been able to do naturally for the devil. When you start doing some things you wouldn't have been able to do naturally for the devil, you now see that you have been initiated to the devil. When you find yourself doing some things that you wouldn't have been able to do naturally for God. As in, what I mean that you wouldn't have been able to do is that what your friends find it difficult to do for God. But you see yourself flowing into it and you do it for God better than other friends are able to do. Then you've been initiated into God. But when you find yourself doing something very, very free to the devil... And in fact, you find yourself even training other people. Don't you know how to sleep with somebody and they don't get you caught? Let me tell you how to do it. 101. And you find yourself educating. You have been initiated into it without you even knowing it. You've been initiated. What it means is that some percentage of the demon in the hard copy has dropped his soft copy on you. And he now gives you the power to do what you wouldn't have done on your normal sense. That's why the first time you started to do something bad, you felt so uncomfortable. How you felt uncomfortable was because your natural you was struggling to accept what the new you is coming to introduce. It's just like you that started wearing short skirt the first time. The first time you wore it, you couldn't go out. You had to walk with your friends who were telling you to wear it. The three of your friends, one was on this side, one was on this side. You were at the middle. And you were so uncomfortable. Whenever you sit down, you keep drawing it. And they have initiated you by talking to you. And while they were talking to you, the Bible says evil communication corrupts good manner. And we feel that communication is just normal talk. We don't even understand until Jesus told us that the words I speak, they are spirits. So if the devil is duplicating everything that God does, then the words of the devil too are spirits and they are dead. Because Jesus said the words I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So the words the devil speak, it doesn't matter who is speaking through. Now, the devil sometimes may speak not through the hard copy. That is the angel of darkness. But speaks through the soft copies. How I wish I can talk to somebody. That is, he can speak through the person he spoke to. Who speak to somebody. To speak to somebody. To now tell you. As far as it's from the lineage of the communication of the devil. It has the power to cripple you. And destroy you. So what the devil does is that. Sometimes somebody can be talking to you on something. And before he talks to you, talks to you about that, talks to you about that. That's why if you don't like a communication, tell the person to shut up or leave the place. Because even if you stay there and argue it with the person, argue it with the person, you can be arguing with the words, but you cannot argue with the spirit of the word. So while you are arguing with the person, hey, me, I'm not like that. I cannot go and I cannot speak with somebody and get money. I cannot. While you are arguing, the demons are entering into you without you even knowing. 
So you find yourself after the person had gone, deliberating on everything that the person had said. And doing exactly what the person did. And the reason was because evil communication, that is evil spirit in verbal utterance, has entered into you while you were listening. That's why you have to be so jealous of the things you listen to. That's why you have to keep your ears with jealousy. You have to tell people, I don't listen to everything. I don't listen to every song. I tell drivers, if you don't shut down the songs, you drop me. I don't listen to everything. My body is not a dumping ground. My body is not a refuge that whatever any idiot will now compose will dump it on me. I'm too holy to take everything that somebody composes. I select what I listen to. That's why we have channels. That's why we have remotes. So whatever the devil wants to give to you, you have a right to say, I'm not watching that. This is what I'm watching. And you can't watch two channels at the same time. You either watch one so most times the problem with you Christians and your Christian life is that you try to watch the devil while you watch God instead of shutting down one channel completely and focus on God as the author and the finisher of your faith you would have grown better than this if you had paid all your attention on God and allow him to induce you with his spirits sit down I still have about 20 minutes so this is what the devil does. When the devil keeps talking to you, keeps talking to you, one of the ways of initiation, keeps talking to you, he puts his soft copy inside of you before you now see yourself having energy to do something that you would not have been able to do naturally. Just see yourself doing something you wouldn't have been able to do. Like stealing. You meet a friend who tells you how he steals, how the stealing is good with him. And he keeps talking to you. And you say, me, I cannot do it. Oh. My father is a pastor. I cannot do that. I've been trained well. Oh. I have been doing this. Oh. I have been here. They trained me well. Oh. My mama born me well. Oh. I cannot come and do that. Oh. I cannot. But you are listening to it. You like the conversation. Before you know it, you find yourself practicing it. You'll be the one to call the guy and say, where are you guys doing your next operation? That Uber of us, he wrote the silence from 8 o'clock. Or the silence. In the silence, well, well, anybody will just come. That's how we get phones. So you'll be the one. Because now the devil has sneaked into you in a soft copy. And tried to use you. That's why when the demon is trying to come into you newly, you start find yourself doing something and regrets. Doing something and regrets. The reason is because the demon in you He's small. He's fighting with the spirit. By the time he finished fighting with the little spirit of God you have in you and remove the spirit of God, that's when you start doing something. Committing sin and you have no regret in your heart at all whatsoever. So three types of initiation. Number one, initiation by association. Initiation by association. That is, the people you are associated with gets you initiated. That's the one we were talking about. That you are just close to somebody. That's why I love the words in Psalms number 1 verse 1. Can we go there together? We used to do that in school. Psalms 1. Blessed are who? Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. That's God is saying that if you find somebody who does not walk in the counsel of ungodly, he's so blessed. He's so blessed. What it means for him to be blessed is that he's blessed because he has not contacted the demon yet. Walking with people that are ungodly, that is how to get initiated by association. By you just walking with people who are doing the same thing. That's why when police catch somebody who steals, they catch the person who eats what the person steals. If you eat what is being stolen, you're also a thief. Are you aware of that? You that has been eating. Are you aware of that? Okay. So by association. People associate with people. And they get. that's why you just find somebody who's a friend to a thief. Before you know it is also a thief. You find yourself a friend. Say, I'm pastor, me under the carry woman. I, my, my, my whole problem in this life is just my roommate. My roommate is my problem. Sometimes he will come back. Hey, it's a woman in the house. You have to wait outside. Why I came to me, we say we slid, was that I had to stay outside for him to finish with the lady. For me to go in and change up. Before you know it, you Join him because 
people get initiated by association. But you see, when I was listening to all these things and when God was talking to me about these things, I was now saying, ah, God, the devil is smart. So, so God now told me, no, it's not the devil that is smart. The devil just copies exactly what I do. I told him how. He said that when people get associated with my children, they are supposed to be inflamed by the lights of my children. So that's why the Bible says, let your light so shine before men that they will see you good works and glorify your father that is in heaven. So when you are a child of God and you are surrounded by people that are not children of God and they can't see the lights that you claim you shine, then there's something wrong with your lights. So why God deliberately lighted us up for our generation was not even just for us, but it was for people around us. The bulb in my room never needed the light any day. It is we that needs the light that shines through the bulb. This bulb will not need to go out. This bulb doesn't need to get out through the door. It wouldn't need to go and hit itself on the door. Are you getting what I'm saying? It lights for others. So there's a problem with your Christianity if you cannot shine so bright for some other person to see direction through you. Then you have allowed darkness, which is not even naturally possible. You have allowed darkness to overpower lights. When you allowed yourself as a child of God to be initiated by darkness, that is people who have darkness or people who do negative things and evil to influence life, you have allowed the devil to influence you when it shouldn't have been so. So one way to get initiated is by association, the people that you work with. When you work with people that keep talking about things that are bad, they'll show you the things that are bad you to the places that are bad, they start fighting your immunity. I don't know who I'm talking to, but God wants you to understand this morning that there is an immunity that you have. When the devil wants to make you fall sick, he doesn't just make you fall sick first. Sometimes it starts by hitting on your immunity. The immunity you have is that thing in you that fights the sickness. And the moment the enemy hits that thing on you that fights the sickness, it destroys you. Let me tell you something. HIV itself is no sickness. HIV AIDS itself is no sickness at all. It's not a sickness at all. What it does is that it finds the immunity in you. There is something in you that fights malaria. There's something in you that makes you get healed even before you get to the hospital. There's something in you that fights fever. There's something in you that if rain falls on you and after falls on you. After some time you cover yourself with a blanket. You cover. It's called your immunity. So when it comes in, these are just like demons operation. When they come in, the attack is on the things that makes you healthy and the things that fights the diseases around you. When they are able to fight the things that makes you healthy and make you strong, just no weak. That is why the enemy comes with temptations all the time. They know that there is a safety that you have. They know that there is a fence that God has mounted around you. When God was bragging about Job's salvation, the devil told him, you are talking about Job as if you have not mounted this thing, fence of salvation around him. But it wasn't God who really mounted the fence like that around him and made him so special. It was the holiness of Job that mounted a fence around him. So now, if he breaks the age, the serpents bite him. So the devil wants him to break the age so that he can bite him. Why the devil could not even do anything to Job? How many people know that the devil could not do anything to Job? The devil could not do anything to Job. He could hit his children. If the children were believers, the devil would not have killed any of them. When you read the book of Job, the Bible says when they go to party, they will do all sorts of things. When they come back home, their father will need to do sacrifice and plead with God to forgive them for the sins they committed during the party. There were people who had the father that knows the Lord, but they were not anywhere close to God. So when the devil came and the devil strike, he could pick those that don't belong to God. Pick the cars, pick the things, pick everything. But Job couldn't even touch Job. He had to go and take another permission. So please. I know it's not possible for me to touch Job's body. But just permit me by permission. Let me just touch his body. He could touch the body, but he couldn't even touch the soul. 
So there is something called initiation by association. See, you are taking a very big risk when you are associating yourself, getting close to people that are not giving their life to Christ. People that are not saved. And you are close to them. You will start seeing yourself vulnerable to do some things that you shouldn't have done with your right senses. Things that you naturally you would have rebelled against those things. You start seeing yourself laughing to those words, laughing to those things, watching those things. When they, now they say, no, I'm a pastor. They say, just drink small, one bottle, just one bottle. They say, hey, just because of you, but mix it with malt. You know, I don't like mix it with malt. Hennekin and malt, yes, mix it like that. I like the color. I like the color. You are weakening your immunity. When you are doing that, you are weakening your immunity. That is why when the devil keeps trying you, making you to get into sin, making you to get into sin, after some time you get into sin, he will hit you with an attack to check whether your immunity is still strong. If he hits you with an attack, the attack cannot hit you well. He will come back again and make you get indulged in sin so that when he comes the next time, he will crush you. Let me tell you how demons operate a little bit. If a witch won't kill you, he will try you. When he tries you and you're a child of God, he cannot kill you. I don't mean churchgoer. I mean you are a believer. He cannot kill you. Do you know why? He does not have what it takes to kill you. So, most times, if you are living with a neighbor that is a witch that wants to kill you, after he tried you and can't kill you, he will come and cause real quarrel. Physically. Do you know why he's causing the real quarrel? It's causing the real quarrel so that you can quarrel with him and sin. You know, we are to quarrel and we are to get angry. But God has instructed us that when we get angry, that our anger should not pass 580. Our anger shouldn't pass 530 because the Bible said that you should not allow the sun to come down on your anger. So while you get angry, remember 530. <laughs> 530. Because if it gets to 6, it has moved. If it, it turns to 6, it has moved from quarreling to bitterness. And not just bitterness, but some sins are compound sin. You can't have bitterness and not have unforgiveness and malice. So, <laughs> so now the person will go back and try you again because now you have incubated some sin that should be able to make him hit you. If he goes back and still cannot hit you, maybe while you were quarreling and so much and you were so angry, he doesn't know that when you went inside house and you said, God, I'm so sorry. I acted like a child. Please forgive me, Lord. I acted like a child. So he now goes back and try you again and see that you are still so strong. He will come back and say that you're a witch. Come back and say that you're a witch. Second way people get initiated is that they get initiated through what we call or what I would love to call initiated by indulgence being initiated by indulgence that is by indulging in something doing something you just get initiated sometimes when the devil wants to get into your life it just make you to do something something just do it if you want to go to some churches that are demonic churches when you go they'll ask you remove your shoe when you remove your shoe, not that you've done anything, but by indulging in that, you have initiated yourself. They want to do something in the village, and they say, well, you know, this thing that we want to do, we don't want you to do anything. We know you are a believer, but give us alcohol. May we use poor. By the time you give, you have indulged in it. You've been initiated by indulgence. So whatever thing they talk to the demon concern you. Do you get what I'm saying? They want to go to Juju. They say, tell you, I ah, you know you are a child of God. You don't go. Just give us your clothes. Maybe carry, go. What is there? What is there in just giving the clothes? Are we telling you to come? Okay, give us your old clothes. But not the one you have given out to. The one that is your own. By the time you use your hand. The problem is that the devil is sometimes so wise. So the devil will see your clothes outside and will not unhang it and carry and go. He will tell you to give your clothes. So it wants you to be involved. So by the time you do it, you have initiated yourself by being involved. So don't be surprised if the devil starts having power over you. It is because you have been initiated by indulging in it. So that's how people get initiated by something. They say, everybody is doing it. What is it? Just bring it. At the time you just bring it, just follow and do it. Is it what is there? 
by the time you do it, you've sold your soul without even knowing it. One of the ways the devil gets into indulging in something is that you just watch it. Sometimes it is just in a movie, you just watch it. By the time you watch it, you just get it because you've indulged in it. Sometimes by doing it, by the time you do it and you keep doing it, the devil leaves the hard copy. Don't forget the hard copy and the soft copy. The devil leaves the hard copy and moves into your spirit. And by the time he moves into your spirit, he now has a channel. That is the demon in the soft copy. Can communicate with that which is in the hard copy. And they now have access to you. What they have to do is that they keep increasing the room they have in you. They keep increasing. If you give them one small room, they keep increasing it, increasing it, increasing it. Until they do what we call position. In position, they now take hold of you. They take you. And live inside of you. If the devil wants to use somebody for oppression. Or if the devil wants to set up a den on fire. He won't come down. He doesn't come down. He just used the people he has put in place. And just put fire in their hearts. And they put fire in the streets. Simple. The devil does this working. There are things you watch. That's why when the devil wants to introduce something. He puts it in movies first. You start watching it. Watching it. Watching. Before you know it. If nobody knows in the next 20 years. Somebody around here. You just see a pastor in Uyo is wedding two men, two men together, Ima and Philip are being wedded. Last week in Ghana, people did a divorce party. That is, they were divorced. They do reception happily divorced. They have been, they have been divorced happily. That is, we have been together for 25 years, and by the grace of God, we are now departing. So please come and enjoy with us. It shall never be your story. So there are things to indulge in. There are things to indulge in. That is why be careful of the places you go. They ask you to do something that is not in the Bible. By the time you get yourself into doing those things, you are involved. When you keep going to prayer houses, you don't stop having problems. Anybody who goes to prayer houses will keep having problems to keep coming back. Because the demon there is a demon of indulgence. By the time you indulge in it, the demon have access into you. And will keep tormenting you to keep patronizing. So you will find somebody who doesn't go to prayer house. But doesn't have a problem like you that goes to prayer house. Save God for who God is. Don't save him because of the problems you have. That's a message for somebody. The last stage of initiation is the one I call the forceful initiation. The forceful initiation is the last one. Or what I call the deliberate initiation. What the devil does in the deliberate initiation is that he picks somebody who is not fit for the work he wants to do. He just picks somebody. The person is not fit for the work he wants to do. Imagine picking a girl. And he wants this girl to destroy the life of 200 men. He picks a girl, a small girl. Maybe a girl of 25 years, maybe 19 years. The devil does not even go for older people. It starts from when you are young. Pick somebody like 25 years or 20 and wants the girl to destroy the life of 300 people and empower the girl to do that it forcefully enters into the person that is too much demons enter into the person not even minding whether the person will survive and push the person into doing something that he wouldn't have been able to do with his natural mind a lady bets with some men in the park Imagine parks. You know, if you want to find bad people, go to the streets. If you want to find the baddest in the streets, go around the parks. Uh-huh. So now, the lady now went to argument with some people and told the people, if of you cannot sleep with me, and I become tired. They got into very big arguments. And the men were thinking that they are about to receive a delicacy. They don't know that the devil is about to drain them for life. So they went in. I heard such conversation before. I was in a vehicle. We were heading to Ghana. I was traveling from Lagos to Ghana on bus. So a lady was talking. One lady for me, one side in the east, was talking. And was telling them, let's bet. Somebody here will bet and you will be our witness. When we go to Accra, we'll book one hotel. Let me see if you will not run out. It's not about her. But there is a demon that she has accumulated inside of her that you cannot satisfy. Cannot satisfy. There are people that they can sleep with 10 people 
and they are not satisfied. They have accumulated so much demon that the demon does the work for them. There are people that they can steal, they are not satisfied. So when the demons want to get people to use, they take people and they initiate them. When they take people in cultic kingdoms and initiate them, what they do is that they get people. Most initiations are done in the tomb, that is in cemeteries. They take the person to cemetery. When they take the person to cemetery, they try to invoke demons of the people and other demons to gather so many demons into one person. For the person to do the work that 50 people wouldn't have done. Because the devil feels that the people he has in the world are too few to do the work he wants them to do. So he has to empower them to do something that is beyond human reasoning. When the devil wants to destroy you, he initiates you. see demons entering into your life. You now see yourself, one person, able to do something. You now say, ah, this girls, I don't finish with 20 girls. You have been initiated. The devil has forcefully gotten into you and have started using you to destroy. So now, what the devil is using you to do is that the devil is using you to do his will. Everything Satan would have done if he was around is what he's going to use you to do. There are very many people who are walking on the streets, living and demonstrating the will of the devil because they have been initiated. When I was talking to God and I was telling God, oh, so the devil is this wise. God told me this is exactly what I do. I have discovered that people like Rehard Bonke, I think that's who you know. Let me start with people that you know. People like Rehard Bonke cannot win one billion people. One person can win that much. So what I do is that I get him initiated. That is to say, I allowed my spirit to get into him so that he alone can do what thousands of people cannot do. So what the devil is doing is learning from our God. If you find yourself around the devil by association, you find yourself fulfilling the will of the devil. If you find yourself around the devil by indulging in something, you find yourself doing the will of the devil. Maybe if the devil forcefully gets into you by initiation, because that's what we are talking about. If the devil gets into you by initiation, sometimes you carry their children and initiate their children, cut hen, pour libation on the ground, pour drinks on the ground, call on the demons to come and live in the life of the child so that the child can survive. They feel that all that the child needs is to survive. But they don't know that there are people who have survived. And their existence on earth is worse more than they wouldn't have been around. Initiation is, especially the last part, is the enemy's last mobilization of his army. Because demons are more than human beings. So in initiation, 500 demons can be put into one person. And they send the person for an assignment. And when they send the person for assignment, you will have to do the work of the number of demons. Because the demons will be waiting on cue. When the demon of rape will finish with you and tell you to rape somebody, the demon of stealing will tell rape, you have finished your work, let me step in. He will step in and start making you to steal. After the demon of stealing have left, the demon of destruction will now tell the demon of stealing, leave, let me do my work. And will tell the person, after you've stolen and you've raped somebody, destroy some things in the house. And the other demon will steal. There are many demons that until you satisfy the appetite of the demon, sends you, you cannot be satisfied. Now your freedom is on how demons can be happy. Unless demons are happy, you are not free. If the demons want you to sleep with 15 people, except you do that, you are not free because your master has to be happy for you to be able to live. But if Jesus becomes your master and your initiator, you can finish bringing 20 people to church and everybody is glad that you've done too well. But inside your heart, you're not satisfied. Because the one who is compelling you to do it has too much appetite that you can't feed. So what God says to me is that I stepped into people's life to do what they couldn't do ordinarily. I stepped into their life. I get into their life. And this should be our prayers as believers. God, I don't want my body to be empty so the devil won't step in and do whatever he wants to do in my life. I want to be so open so you can step in and use me. There's no free bodies. If your devil 
see your body free. He steps in and uses you. There's no free bodies. If the devil see yourself open, he steps in and uses you, manipulates your life, destroy you. Every person should be able to tell God, God, it is either I am possessed or I'm possessed. I want to be possessed by your power. I want to be able to feed the Holy Spirit with the appetites that he needs. God is so hungry and his mouth is through me. Except I allow him to eat through me. Because sometimes, have you found a child who is so hungry and wants to eat so much, but the one who is feeding the child is so slow? That's how God is. He wants to eat so much. He wants so much souls to change. He wants so much people to deliver. He wants to deliver a lot of people through us. But we who are his feeders are so slow. So slow. We are comfortable in bringing 2-2 when he wants 20-20. So slow. How can we satisfy the appetites of the one who rules us? Because except he is satisfied, we cannot rest. Except he is fed. Except he has eaten enough. Except he has enjoyed enough. He can bless you. He can get you rich. Most times you are very, very reluctant in doing what God wants you to do. You don't even understand that your blessing is in doing all that he has to do. Because if he's not excited, no blessing is coming to you yet. Let's be upstanding, everybody. If a 15 year old child, I'm going to make you pray right now. Hold somebody's hand. If a 15 year old child who's initiated into idolatry can do what a 60 year old man can't do, how much more you that has been initiated into God? Initiated into God. Do you know what it means to be initiated into God? Now, let me talk about God. Now, this is what it means God has his spirits, the hard copy, and also has his spirits, the soft copy. When you get close to God, He steps into you. Remember our definition of being initiated. He gets to you. And when He comes into you, He makes a mortal man to do what other people can't do. Not because of their strength, but because of the strength of He who is inside of them. That's why the Bible says, Christ in us, the hope of glory. He was talking about initiation. That there is a hope that I'll do so much glorious work. And the only hope is if I can have Christ inside of me. So now the greater work I am going to do is on how much of Christ I have inside of me. Because if I have very small, I'll just do small glory. If I have it so big, then I will attain big glory. Your glory is in your hands. Your glory is in your hands. Is in how much of God you have been able to smuggle inside. People can be in the church like this, listening to the pastor and I am preaching. And they cannot smuggle in anything into their spirit. But there are people that every word they hear, they say, God, I know you are behind the word. I'm not just listening to the word, but I'm smuggling in the spirit I got from the word inside my spirit. Because I want to be a giant for you. People can see you and you are just 19 years old and want to kill you because they feel you are a child. But when they open their mirror, they see a giant standing and they said no that's not the person we brought they don't know that it's not in the photograph it is in who lives inside of you let me tell you something when they are assessing people spiritually they don't see the body they see the spiritual entity in you when they assess people when they do scan when they do x-ray they don't see your body when I receive the photograph of my x-ray, I don't see my body. I see the bones. In spiritual world, witchcraft covens, what they do is that when somebody takes you to the spiritual realm, they do spiritual x-ray. What they see is not the body that wears suits. What they see is who are you spiritually. Why they could kill you was because when they saw who they saw in the spirit, it was like a cockroach. You have not built up your spiritual life. So you were like a cockroach. That's why they could kill you like a cockroach. If you had built up your spiritual life. And you have become so great and mighty. They wouldn't have been able to kill you. Bow your heads. Let me pray for you.
pray for yourself for five minutes. Say, Lord, I need you to initiate me. I need you to initiate me. Get into my spirit, Lord. Is that how you pray? Get into my spirit, Lord. Get into my spirit, Lord. I need your power all over me. I need your glory all over me. I need your anointing all over me. I need you to initiate me. I need you to get into my spirit. I need you to change me. I need you to get into me. Remove some things that you didn't plant. Put some things inside that you want me to become. I don't know how many people are praying yet. You just have five minutes to pray. You have five minutes to pray. You have five minutes to pray. I just want to pray for you for five minutes. You have two more minutes to do your prayers. Two more minutes. Two more minutes to do your prayers. See, Venda Lift your hands, everybody. Lift your hands, everybody. Father, initiate us with your power. I'm not hearing your amen yet. Father, initiate us with your power. I don't know whether there's anybody that is desperate to receive something from God. Somebody who said, God, if you leave me like this, the enemy will crush me. Those are the people I want to pray for. Father, infuse your power into us. Inject your power into our spirits. Increase our spiritual heights. Increase our spiritual beings. Increase our level spiritually. Make us to grow very high. Make us to grow very mighty. Make us to grow very great. Make us to have weight spiritually. Lord, unless you get into us, unless you possess us, the devil, he will just blow us away like chaff. We'll be like paper before the devil. But if you get into us, Lord, we shall be greater than the devil. We shall be mightier than the devil. We shall be wonderful. We shall be great. We shall be terrible. Lord, get into our spirit right now. 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 In the name of Jesus. I told you that people get initiated by association. Association that is if they are close to somebody. How many of you wants to be Jesus your close partner? I mean before you sleep you can be able to talk to him for one hour. 
I mean the same way you open your WhatsApp, stay in WhatsApp for three hours. It's the same way I want you to be close to God. In the middle of the night, you just spend one full hour, two hours, three hours. And they ask you, what were you doing all through the night? He said, I was just talking with my lover. That's how we got initiated. That's how we got initiated. Talking to God. Talking to God often until he can know your voice and you can know his voice. Talking to God so much until your voice becomes bold. Let me talk to you. Let me tell you something. If you don't talk to God, your voice is very fragile in the spiritual realm. If you don't talk to God often, your voice is very light. So when you are shouting Jesus, it does not have power to lift up a witch if you don't have communication with the Jesus that you called. So now, the more we communicate with him, the more our voice in the spiritual realm has weight. That even if you sigh, in the spiritual realm mountains collapse a man was brought and dragged into a witchcraft coven in the night he saw himself being dragged into the witchcraft coven and they asked him some questions and they wanted to pass a judgment to him and he said is that why you brought me here a man said something he said the places start collapsing is it that thing that Bible said? One day I'll talk to you about that. Is it that thing the Bible talks about? The walls of Jericho fell down flat when the people were praising God. The people were asked to do mouth fasting. The mouth fasting was that they were asked for seven days, don't say anything. That is, in seven days, don't say anything. Is that in seven days, don't have communication with the devil. So now, in seven days, they were all talking to God. So they talked to God so much until their voice now looks like the voice of God. The voice of the Lord is like a thunder. So when they shouted, the thunders break the walls of Jericho. If you know the power that is in your voice, you won't be using it to discuss nonsense discussion. Have you forgotten the Bible said that the power of life and death is in your tongue? I want to pray for you. Bow your heads, everybody. Holy Spirit, thank you for this great moment you've given unto us. Thank you for a moment of initiation. You've initiated ourselves into you. While I was talking to them, Lord, I saw your spirit jump into them and increase them to become the giants you've been creating them for. And Lord Jesus, every demon that has been fighting against your life, please let your hands be lifted up. Every demon that has been fighting against your life, I decree right now that they are falling down. Demons that have been dragging them to do what you don't want them to do. I decree right now that they are collapsing in the name of Jesus. I pray for the foundation of the Lord Jesus. That it will be raised in their hearts. That they'll enjoy the greatness of your presence. In the name of Jesus. I bind every storm. I bind every plan of the enemy. I bind every backwardness. I bind every spirit of backsliding. I pray in the name of Jesus that these ones will become mightier and greater. And the enemy will be afraid of them. In the powerful name of Jesus, we pray. Shout a three powerful amen. 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 All right, everybody, while we are closing our eyes, I want to pray for some special people. People who want to give their life to Jesus, I just want you to lift your hands above your head. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus, I'd love to pray for you right now. There is a power that I must make you to encounter, and that is the power with Jesus. And you must have a relationship with Him first. Before you try to get his power. If you are here, you have not given your life to Jesus. I just want you to lift your hands up above your head. And I will pray with you right now. Thank God you have a pastor who is willing to pray for you. Who is not here to condemn you. And your hands lifted up. I am praying for you right now. Father, I pray for the hands lifted up. I pray that you have mercy on the people lifting up their hands. We are not here to judge them. We are praying that you have mercy on them. We are praying that you forgive them of their sin. We are praying that you give them ability to start a fresh and a new life with you in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, your hands are lifted up. I need you to say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord, be my Savior. Make me your child. Transform me. Jesus, make me and make my body your home. I don't want to live for the devil. I want to live for you. Write my name in the book.